And welcome to the CBI Effect Episode 4. Today we're going to dive into Semantics Integrated Cyber Defense Strategy. I'm your host, Dave Glenn. I'm joined by a couple of special guests today, Robert and Aaron Jelovic. Did I get that right, Robert? Perfect. Is a Director of Product Management Americas for Symantec. Just moved back to Toronto from living a decade abroad in uh, Germany. So we may ask you for some interesting stories on this. Um, <laughs> and uh, Dave Mamikanyan is the Vice President of Integration Services and uh, uh, let's see, D- what, what is it? DFIR? No, not DFIR. DNI. Deployment and Integration, Deployment right? and Integration. From CBI. Cool. Yep. Um, so we're going to talk about what is integrated cyber defense and why should you care. Today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Symantec. So before we jump into this, quick intro from uh, Robert. Robert, tell us about yourself. Sure, thanks. So um, as you mentioned, um, I'm, I'm, so I'm the Director of Product Marketing and Product Management at Symantec for the Americas region, um, which kind of is, entails being a jack-of-all-trades. Um, and managing across the entire Symantec portfolio, which anyone that clicks on our website or looks in our catalog knows there's a lot to worry about there. Um, and one of the roles I've got is sort of trying to bring that together strategically, um, both from a marketing perspective, but also to make sense for our customers, to help them build towards something, because um, the market's kind of at an impasse that we're going to talk about. And so my role kind of takes on a special importance when it comes to what we're going to talk about today. Um, spent a decade in Germany um, performing a similar role for the EMEA region, um, and so got to see a lot of things like GDPR come up there. Um, and the last year has been all about getting used to all the things that are happening in the U.S. Um, in some ways, the U.S. and America is a lot further ahead than what you see in Europe. Some other topics like uh, data privacy um, are fairly new and emerging here that um, I'm pretty familiar with from having been in Europe for a while. So um, quite a good experience. Right on. Thank you. What's the biggest What's the biggest difference that you see between uh, between what's going on in in, in uh, the EU and and what's happening in the Americas? Yeah. So, like, I mean, I would say that there's kind of like kind of a shift or, or like two two different kind of things that would differentiate the two. Like, I'd say that cybersecurity maturity in um, in America or in the, in the North American region is a lot further along than you would see in Europe. There's a more conservative tech culture there. Um, the less willingness to try new things um, and, and wait till things are proven. Uh, that definitely sort of sets America, the Americas apart from uh, from Europe. Um, obviously, that entails that includes them having better security postures, but also potentially higher risks when things don't work exactly as planned. Um, the other side of it, though, and it does kind of go with GDPR, and it's not just because of GDPR, but a cultural thing too, um, is the data privacy and data protection culture is significantly further ahead. There's um, you know, over here, there is a data protection culture um, within the cybersecurity community around protecting intellectual property and things like that. Um, whereas in Europe, a lot of things are designed from a privacy first perspective because of the kind of the um, you know, basically privacy, data privacy is viewed as a fundamental human right over there. And so, um, you know, there's certain things that you just can't even consider doing and, and everything has to sort of have that privacy by design entailed. And so that's a little bit different than what you see here sometimes. Although okay. um, but that's, those are the two big things I would say. No, that makes a ton of sense. You know, at uh, another time we should probably connect on, I'd really like to understand, you know, we've seen GDPR from, I've seen the GDPR from the U.S. perspective and I know it's it's different looking from the other side in. So maybe we'll talk about that if we have some time at the end here. Dave Mamakanyan, how about yep. a quick intro from you? Sure. Uh, David, I'm actually, uh, I live in Philadelphia. I, I run uh, CBI's uh, field technical engineering team. 
So, so does that mean you're in Detroit t- today? Do you, is your theme song like Motown Philly back again? I absolutely am a huge. Just so everybody knows, I'm a huge Eagles fan. So let's keep there the you go. Uh, let's keep the Lions Eagles. <laughs> oh, so I'm sorry. So not Hotel California. <laughs> We're not talking about football today. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I'm. You know, you can call it a technical technical geek, and most of my life I was uh, pretty much uh, deep into. Uh, Deep into computers, and today I, I find the role has morphed into more um, customer service and being more business oriented, uh, while while leveraging technologies and solutions for our customers. So, cool. Thanks, Davey. And uh, again, I'm your host, Dave Glenn. You guys know who I am, um, Robert. So we've been chasing the single pane of glass objective for so long. You know, it's it's funny. I was thinking the other day about. Um, we went through Sessa with Semantic. I don't know if you're if you've been around long enough to remember Sessa, but it was a interesting technology and then the semantic security information management project uh, product. Um, we've, you know, we've been a partner of the MSS uh, group for a long time and uh, since the RipTech acquisition, but now it seems like semantic has a really cool strategy around integrated cyber defense. So I don't really think a single pane of glass actually exists, but I would love to be proven wrong on this. What is integrated cyber defense? What is ICD, ICDX? How did it come to be and what's your objective for it? Sure. Great questions. Um, and kind of all very interrelated. So I kind of, there were 17, there were 17 questions there. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And, uh, um, I, I tend to agree with you on the single pane of glass point though, in in the sense that, um, and I don't want to get all philosophical or anything, but, and I think the reality is single pane of glass is very much an ideal, um, or an, or something people are striving towards much like, you know, you know, 100% security posture and, and, and resiliency or, um, or any of those factors. And so um, when you look at kind of what um, single pane of glass is ultimately trying to do in terms of making life easier and making security professionals more effective and powerful um, and efficient, then, um, you know, it is something you literally do strive towards and get better at. And there are going to be milestones along the road that can get you further along. And so having, you know, single management interfaces, Having product integrate with one another and feed one another so that everything comes up in one feed and in one one window um, definitely are moving in that direction. And integrated cyber defense represents our attempt to take a number of different innovations and a number of milestones that we've reached across individual point products and bring them all together to deliver that. Um, so the integrated cyber defense um, strategy is founded on a platform approach where um, we take a number of different solutions and through deep integration via APIs and actually our own fabric, um, in, in our, our own fabric approach, we've, we've basically got it so that our technologies talk to one another, um, and, and feed one another, um, all this new information. And at the same time, we also have, um, you mentioned ICDX and the, basically the integrated cyber defense exchange where we also open that up and we've integrated with, um, dozens and dozens of third party partners. Um, to kind of provide extra functionality as well as extra information to kind of make that more of a reality than ever before. So this is uh, when 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 we talk about this, this is this is not just semantic technologies. That was going to be my next question. We're not talking about just semantic. We're talking about other other vendors, products, and, and services Definitely. as well. Definitely. So the big mandate, the big uh, the big kick in the butt, uh, if you will, when um, when. Symantec first acquired Bluecoat, which is where my Symantec life began because I came over from okay. Bluecoat. Um, there was a big mandate from the CEO at the time and, and basically right down to his technical, um, technical generals to basically say, okay, you guys have to keep, yep, you have a great bunch of, uh, of, of best in class technologies and you got to keep that leadership going. But 
um, that's no longer good enough. And he really lit a fire to basically say, these things have to work together. We're going to integrate and make everything work together as one big mass. And so the, um, the development of this, um, this, this fabric, this ICDX um, fabric to build that platform became a mandate. And every single product across the line had to sort of speak a common language. But just as importantly is that that was opened up and, and provided to partners. And we've, int- we've got a, a program known as the Technology Integration Partner Program, or TIP. And if you go to Symantec.com, you can just get a quick idea of just how much functionality and how many partners we've got working on this that we actually opened up that entire language set so that basically any, any of our partners can benefit from the information that we're feeding out or, or feed us to kind of help things. Um, you know, partners like Splunk, for instance, help provide a little bit closer to that management for, um, single pane of glass um, in terms of being able to take all the data that we give and, and process it. And so um, it's definitely, a, it's a big conjunction. You have to kind of make your own stuff work well first to have any effective way for partners to come in. And so, but we at the same time realize that it is a very much an interplay between having your stuff work together well and then having it work well with everything else because there's no security infrastructure out there worth worth two cents that has just a single vendor in there. Yeah, right, for sure. Well, and and for me, I think that's one of the most positive uh, benefits, positive impacts um, from a from an from a acquisition perspective. When Semantic acquired Bluecoat or or merged with Bluecoat or whatever, however you want to say, it's it's one of those acquisitions where it was as much a merger than anything else. I, I knew some people from, yeah. from blue coat that really weren't big semantic fans, but I've really seen them. I, the, the thing that I think blue coat brought to semantic is, is that openness and that, that willingness to integrate with other vendors. I think that's pretty neat. Um, so speaking of competition, um, what's the competition doing for this strategy and, and is what's, what's the closest thing to this on the market today outside of what semantics so, doing? That's a great question. So I think everybody is trying to get there just in the same way. Everyone is trying to kind of build that pane of glass. Everyone's trying to build the platform upon which everyone else puts their stuff towards and, um, and, and be the center of the security universe. And so, um, you know, depending on the size of the company, you're going to see some better and some worse approaches. Um, some vendors, and I'm not going to call names or anything sure. like that or, or try and throw anyone under the bus, but um, there are vendors out there that have put together a, a fabric approach and, and basically done something similar to us. And in fact, I'll name them because they're friends of ours and we're working together with them um, in the form of, of Fortinet, uh, where they, you know, when we talked to analysts and when we first introduced integrated cyber defense, um, there were a lot of similarities where analysts were basically telling us that sounds a lot like what Fortinet's doing. And, um, and in many cases, it is. Um, we do something better. They do something better. One of the big advantages they have, obviously, is, uh, you know, having the firewall sort of be the foundation point. 99.9% of companies have a firewall in place. And if you're a Fortinet customer, you can basically build your fabric out that way. Um, the disadvantage they have is the that, you know, to build a good, effective platform, it has to touch so many things in a security infrastructure. Um, and the breadth of their portfolio doesn't compare to ours. Like where if you look at us, like we kind of aligned along kind of four key termination points around the endpoint, um, around the web and the network side, email side and the cloud end. And based on each of those, we have tons of different solutions that play. So um, our platform becomes a lot more broad and a lot more likely to kind of be able to kind of infuse with the way companies do business and the way security operations function. No, it makes a ton of sense. Um, what do you think the roadblocks are to get this to market? As you as you look at as you look at uh, what you guys are doing and and uh, and and how the market is is um, is adopting this, what do you what do you think the road the roadblocks are to get to market? 
Um, I think part of it is it is a big strategic initiative. Again, it, it, it is building, a, whether you're call, calling it a single pane of glass or building a platform or whatever it is, the customers that we've been able to successfully work with along this are the ones that built a roadmap um, where they're going to start one step at a time or or pieces. They're going to integrate the pieces they've got. They're going to kind of put a roadmap together of other stuff they're going to acquire and integrate over time. Sure. Um, and so it's, it's, I think it's the highly strategic nature of it, um, which a lot of... Um, um, IT management and security management has a hard time. It's kind of like infrastructure in the real world. Like politicians tend to get killed on infrastructure projects mm-hmm. because even though they're the best thing for the long-term sustainability of the, of the population, um, they're hard to get by because it's short-term. You don't see a lot of wins and you have to have the buy-in from people to kind of build into that long-term project. And the same applies here is it takes a bit of um, political clout um, within an organization to kind of get the buy-in to do it. Um, and then the, uh, then the drive to kind of see it through because, um, what we've generally seen, you can, you can see results pretty early, but in mm-hmm. terms of being able to say, yes, we've built the platform or the, or the, or the framework of a platform, um, you're talking about down the road kind of thing. So it's sort of, it's about having that patience and that strategic view. I'd say that's the biggest one. Got it. Okay. No, that makes, that makes, uh, that makes sense. So is this a product? Is this, is this, is this, is this GA? Is this, is where, where, yeah. where does ICD stand? So integrated cyber defense exchange is definitely available. And so the, the ability to kind of leverage that fabric and those, those, those APIs, is all in, they're all there right now. Um, the products themselves obviously are, are there. And so definitely now buying, it's not possible to buy an integrated cyber defense platform per se, because again, it is sort of, it is sort of a loose conglomeration of all these different solutions, but, uh, but it is very much available today. Um, we have certain customers um, across the world, some big, um, some big financial institutions, both in the U.S. and in Europe, that I work with. Um, that are generally, I find, I found that the finance industry has been, you know, the first, the most active on this, um, and you know, they've pretty much already got platforms um, in place. One of the customers actually had a pretty mature platform project based on proprietary stuff, and. Basically, we, you know, what they found was that we were going to help them get to where they wanted to be a lot faster than if they kept going on their own. So, um, so yeah, so we're really, uh, um, really kind of happy to be able to say that, yes, you know, it, it's basically ready to go right now and customers are doing it. And um, the first step typically um, involves a lot of the customers and kind of like they don't know when they're in the platform and when they're just still in just sort of updating their own security infrastructures. But it starts with basically, you know, looking at what you've got or what you plan to buy in the short term and how do we kind of make sure that that is all working in an integrated manner. Got it. What's, um, what, what impact do you think this is going to have on the market? What, what, do, what are you guys predicting on, on, on what the impact is going to be here? I think quite frankly, and I, we've seen this with our own customers and I think we're going to see this a lot more down the road is that the, the, the culture or the notion of just buying point projects uh, and point solutions um, is going to go away. Um, what, you know, and just buying best of breed technologies just for it, just for the sake of it, is it, it, it's not really a sustainable model. Um, budgets don't allow it. Manpower doesn't allow it. Expertise doesn't allow it. And so, um, one of the key brand criteria, and and and, and more than just lip service, because you know I've seen integration be discussed for years. So I've been in the industry for twenty years, and uh, uh, but one of the things that we're seeing more and more now is it's kind of it's not a, it's not an option anymore. A nice to have. It, it's kind of you can have the best solution in the market, but if it doesn't play well with others, it doesn't work. And so um, basically the market is moving towards this where every company is going to have sort of their short-term burning fires that they have to address from a security posture perspective. 
we got to get better at cloud or we need to get into the EDR game, et cetera, et cetera. But the other side of it is everything's going to have to have, you know, kind of be playing in this with this bigger background story of how are we building out a broader strategic uh, platform approach. And, uh, and that's going to change buying patterns. It's going to change investments. Um, and it's also going to change how well you can deal with mega trends like the cloud, zero trust and things like that. Because having a platform that can extend into these different areas is a lot easier than just buying one product and thinking you just check that box and yep, we bought a Casby. So now cloud is good. And that this doesn't work anymore. Wow. Well, yeah, I, 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 I agree with your, agree with your position there and your points. I, I, I'm really interested to see what the market actually does and, and how this grows and moves forward. What happens in, in various, um, various markets and, and, and stuff like that. Um, Robert, where, where do we go to look for information on this? Where, where would you, if, if, uh, if, if customers are looking for, looking for, uh, looking for data on this, what's the best place? What's the best thing to do? So um, if you go to Symantec's website, um, we've got a ton of detail on there that, that, uh, that can definitely provide you all um, a, a lot of information. Sometimes maybe it should be considered too much. If you want to look at integrated cyber defense, though, there is an actual page um, that, you, that you can get all the information you need to know about integrated cyber defense. And that is basically, uh, um, I could read out the URL. It's basically www.symantec.com. Um, slash theme slash integrated dash cyber slash or sorry dash defense and uh, so the best um, thing is the best thing to do is look for semantic ICD and you probably find it right yeah exactly <laughs> if you Google up integrated cyber defense too that's kind of our term so integrated if you cyber Google defense up, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll eventually get there it'll discuss that we've got a ton of thought leadership discussions going on there from our from our folks uh, as well as some analysts um, that have talked about the the need for it. Um, because yeah, this platform model, quite frankly, it is where it's going. And if you read up on, uh, on what, uh, you know, people are looking at as winning approaches for, um, for, uh, uh um, zero trust, for example, um, it's, it's all based on what kind of platform do you have? Uh, and, and that, that, and so it, that it's really going to be the way forward. And so come check it out at semantech.com and you'll, uh, you'll have some joy. Yeah, we'll do that for sure. Thank you so much. Um, what would you leave our listeners with in terms of any any additional comments or or, or things to think about? Most important, um, I think. Oh, go ahead, sir. Yeah. No, no, no. I was just going to say, most what's what's the most important message for our listeners? I mean, it, it, and, you know, I take the same advice that our executive team gave, like when that when this ICD project first started within the company, is that you know, don't take your eye off the ball. It's, this is not an attempt to sort of say, you know, stop looking for the best technology you can. So don't take your eye off the ball of the really critical security challenges you've got to face. Um, but the key is to start looking at how you can start dealing with these more efficiently. Because, um, you know, the problems are getting bigger and more frequent. So the old school approach of one solution for every, every problem is just not going to work anymore. So as you go forward, don't take your eye off the ball of fixing the, fixing those burning problems, but Make sure that your solution fits into like, fits into that bigger hole, and start thinking strategy today. And then, you know, it doesn't matter if you don't make progress on it for a long time. Uh, it's it, just as long as you are making slow steps, and that's the key. Well, Robert, we appreciate your time today. Um, this has been again the CBI effect, uh, talking about semantics integrated cyber defense strategy. Please go out and Google uh, ICD, Semantic Integrated Cyber Defense, and uh, take a look at that. If you want to connect with Robert. That's Robert Arangelovic, A-R-A-N-D-J-E-L-O-V-I-C. You can check him out on LinkedIn, connect with him, and uh, ask him questions. I found a few things with Art Gilliland and Pete Doggart and some other folks, too. Um, there's some great data out there. Really looking forward to see, seeing what you do with that, Robert. 
Thanks again for taking the time today. And uh, again, this is CBI Effect. This is Dave Glenn, and hope uh, you stay safe and have a great day.